0: Uh, hello, we're D- on. We're on, we're here. Yeah, hi. Uh, this is podcast number three of the Epic TV podcast, uh, and apologies that we've been a bit rubbish doing this. Very irregular upload. Yeah, we had a lot of intentions. We spent a lot of time in hotel rooms going, right, tonight
1: we will do a podcast. Did we though? I don't think we've had that much chance. Mm. This is the thing, we haven't actually been together that much in the last couple of weeks. Well, we, we did five days in the UK, in the lakes.
0: Pretty busy, it was very busy, it was very it was very busy. busy. and
1: but then at night time we would drink a couple of beers, yeah, and then it wouldn't happen. Yeah, so it's a bit rusty. I keep moving around on my bed. I, <coughs> I feel like I sound a bit gravelly.
0: I'm a bit gravelly. We, we need to give some context once again. So it's 9.06 UK time. We are in Bristol. If you've ever visited Bristol, it's very leafy, very sunny. Very Where nice. are what? Well, which hotel are we in, Matt? Uh,
1: Future Inn, Future Inn, yeah, not to be uh. There are other inns available, of course. Yeah, it's one of the many inns that you can stay in. <laughs> but uh, we're here, we were
0: filming with a company called Entreprise, and they make climbing walls. And then we uh, met up with an athlete called Will Bosi, and he was our sort of model for the day. Yeah. And we drove to Bristol from Warwick, which is where we were at, and now we are filming with Hannah Slaney, who is a, she's a very good climber. She's a very good climber.
1: She's a very, very good climber. She, uh, she is the current bouldering youth world champion. Is she? Yes. She's very good. She's She's, very good. she's young as well, what, eight, 18? Yeah, she did, uh, I think there's like three uh, categories of youth climbing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, the A, B or C or something. She, like, when she won it, she was in her final year. Okay. Which technically you could argue is the most developed and strongest of the youth categories. I don't know, there was that 13-year-old climbed 8C the other day. That's true. Yeah. The youth are strong. Uh, but yeah, she is in uh, Bristol at the moment. She works for a company called Banana Fingers, uh, who we kind of work with a little bit in uh, in certain ways <laughs> <Which> <laughs> uh, might be revealed in the climbing daily episode if you watch that. Yeah, and uh, she. Oh, but the thing, with another thing is, which is really good and. Uh, if any of you know Banana Fingers, they're based in Bristol, but they have like a warehouse in, in, in Bristol as well. And it's literally in the same building as the block, hmm. Bristol Block Climbing Centre. Now, there's a bit of a caveat to this this day. Caveat yeah, is a great word. Love a I love a caveat
0: word. Yeah, kind of swings me out a little bit. Yeah. I'm I, not sure I like it very okay, much. Okay, I won't use it again, I promise. But <laughs> but it is, <laughs> we're not meeting Hannah until 11 o'clock, right? We have a 6pm EasyJet flight out of Bristol Airport. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, maybe that's... We'll be fine Yeah we'll be fine Okay we'll be yeah. fine We've heard it here first If we miss yeah. our flight Please send a flight What are we talking about today? Okay so I, the, the title of this podcast Is something like I'm rubbish at climbing Yeah And there's a reason for this So It's, it's summer It's becoming summer It's becoming summer And in Chamonix uh, In the Alps In winter You can't really climb outside uh, Unless you're mad ice climbing yeah you can do a bit of ice climbing um there's sometimes some rock climbing but generally you stay indoors now both me and hugo have been in situations recently where we've been back on the sharp end uh, on a sport climbing lead rope situation and we both sucked <laughs> we
1: both got shut down i'd say that i got more shut down than you but it, it, we both struggled
0: yeah i i I perhaps struggled really mentally with sport climbing. Uh, and I think you perhaps found it harder than indoor climbing. Because you, you've been crushing 6A sport routes inside. Yeah. Went I, outside and struggled a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's just like, um, it's t- it's so different. And I've I, I got to say, I still enjoy outdoor climbing more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is, is that I feel like indoor climbing is is easier not necessarily in the movements but just the fact that you can like you see where your holds are it's all kind of mapped out for you uh it's kind of like you're in this nice little place mm-hmm. it's nice and comfortable you know if you fall you oh i like i'm talking about like that cycle block i suppose if you fall you're gonna i'm bouldering you fall you're gonna you're gonna be safe and stuff like that yeah. so it's all very well set up it's all very nice and you go outside and it's all like it's all a bit different isn't mm-hmm. it it's all about like it's not what you would Uh, not what you're used to indoors. Yeah, it's sensory overload, I think. (laughs) And the reason we wanted to talk about this is because I think there's
0: a perception within the climbing world, and I actually think we add to this perception, right? Not not in a bad way, but but it's part of it, which is the endless psych of climbing, Mm. right? There's all these hype videos. We show people crushing. We show people sending their projects. Even when you and me climb, as punters, we tend to cut out the bits where we're shaking around on the rope being scared, Climbing is hard, it's really difficult and uh, it's depressing it's demoralizing uh, you never get any good at it really and when you get good you instantly become bad when you stop and that's what we wanted to talk about because I think the reality of most like 90% of climbers is people in gyms falling off six cs or yeah. six B's yeah. or six A's trying to push it. Yeah trying to push it coming up with the excuses, yeah. feeling a bit weak, looking at your diet that's the reality is people falling off climbs. Outdoors and indoors.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, I, I guess it it depends how far you kind of take it in terms of like um, you meet some you meet some climbers who are like just we met a climber the other day and he like he said as soon as he started climbing he was totally obsessed he mm-hmm. was like it was everything he would go climbing every day it's kind of similar to your story in yep. a way um, but I think in in with most things like he's been climbing a couple of years now but I think some people obviously have a longer Life in terms of that but other people you know that kind of psych maybe kind of stops a little bit sooner do you know what I mean like Mm. for me I would definitely say that like I I get really excited about climbing and then that kind of tails off after like maybe a couple of weeks and then I like lose that excitement and then I get back into it and then I kind of it builds up again it's hard to maintain that's like... Oh, it's so
0: difficult. And also the failure to success ratio, I think, is different from any other sport. So, like, right, you play football occasionally, mm. right? Yeah. When you come out of a game of football, Sunday League, whatever it is in France, you've had a great game. You might have lost, but you've had a more of an enjoyment. Now, with climbing, I find, you go climbing, you have a good time, don't get me wrong, but success is so small. You might one day send your project or your route or succeed, and you feel amazing. But so much of the time is spent failing. It's an interesting one to get your head around.
1: Yeah, and definitely, the I'd say the media aspect of that doesn't help because like, there are not many videos on that in, in, in precise subject. There's not many videos which are like, uh, here's a five hour video about how I try to project my route over a course of like <laughs> yeah. uh, three or four weeks uh, and then like 30 seconds to the end is me sending it yeah. there's more likely going to be like a five minute video where we just like skirt over the, the, all the effort and then we get to the send the send train yeah. and then yeah I like, I like that's what people want to see they want to see the send, they want to see the entire climb Um, but it, yeah, as you say, it's not always like that. No, and we're not, we're not beating down climbing here. Obviously we're both climbers. We
0: love a sport. I mean, I've been doing it for years, even though I've got these feelings of resentment (laughs) towards it. Um, but it is interesting because, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest here. Right. So I have, I have climbed one AA Mm -hmm. the other day. I fell off a six, a plus like, how does that work? Like a year ago, I climbed an AA, I got back on the rock uh, and I couldn't do a 6 plus. I couldn't find a hold, I got a bit freaked out. That's ridiculous in terms of regression. <laughs> like, you don't you don't ride a bike, right, and then stop doing it for six months, get back on and, and instantly fall off and break your leg. Like, you carry on riding the bike. Same with any sport, football, you don't play it for a season, you get back on, you're not rubbish, you're just a bit rusty. Climbing, you suck at it.
1: Yeah. But do you know, do you know I think that, um, but once you get to that level, mm. you kind of like it's the quicker progression, reprogression back to that level again. Yes. So you, you've kind of like, you've, you've built yourself up to that. As long as you don't leave it too long, <laughs> you're still going to be able to kind of like quickly recover and you know what it's kind of like to operate at that level. I, yeah. think. I think like on a mental level, if you're kind of like, if you've been to a certain grade, and, and, and as, as we always say, like climbing so much is in the head. So if you're like approaching a climb and you're like, very confident you can do it you're probably more likely to be able to do it yeah so the fact that you're saying okay i once climbed an 8a and then you're going to go and climb 6b plus you're like i should be able to climb this mm-hmm. that probably intensifies disappointment when you don't climb it yeah but i would say that like that kind of being able to reach a level means that you're able to kind of like Get yourself back up there a bit quicker. I think it's a psychological thing. I think we'll talk about the physicality side in a minute, but I think
0: psychologically, it's, that's what's difficult. Mm. Is and there's a fear factor in this. Uh, I find climbing really scary, and weirdly, I find sport climbing more scary than trad climbing.
1: This is this this kind of spun me out because it was the first time that we went trad climbing in mm. Lake District together. Yeah, uh, and you often talk about how you're scared about climbing above the bowl mm. and sport climbing stuff like that. Uh, and then you went on the very bold E1 mm-hmm. in the Lake District, not very much gear initially, uh, I was like beating you, I wasn't really saying anything, but I was like, I was, uh, my hands are sweaty, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you placed the first gear and I was like, nice one, Mike, you to the first gear, and you're like, yeah, but it's sketchy, I was like, okay, keep going, hold <laughs> <Bye> on. <laughs> trying to be as encouraging as possible. <laughs> Uh, But that was scary, man. And you didn't show any kind of, any sign of fear.
0: I think it's because with a track climb, it's a bit easier and I know I can do the moves. I don't mind putting myself in a dangerous position. What I don't like is that feeling when you're about to fall off a sport route. And I know that's weird and it holds me back to such a huge extent, but I get scared. I'm Mm. really scared. And I get scared when I don't know what the moves are coming up because so I'm pretty good at sport climbing when I've practised a route so when I've done it I've worked out the moves and I know I can go for it then I'm better I suck at on-sighting.
1: I'm terrible at it what would you what you say your on-site level is? I, uh, I've seen your onsite 6C, 7 A. I think. c 7A yeah but, but but as I just said I've
0: fallen off 6B and I tell you what 6B plus worst grade in the world and we've discussed this before 6B plus Yeah. it's awful yeah, it's a I've grade. fallen off so many 6B pluses yeah. <laughs> it's hard and especially with the warm up because Okay, so when I get on a grade that I think I should do, I get more psychologically messed up because I think I've got to be able to climb this. If I don't climb this, I've regressed. I should be able to climb this. I
1: should be finding this easy. Why am I finding it easy? Then my head goes over. of exactly what I just said. What? For... Well, no, but like, because uh, I was just like, I said that if you've climbed at AA, then you should be able to like approach a 6 Oh, AC, with yeah, confidence. no, for me it's the opposite. Yeah. Oh, really? I hate a warm-up because I talk myself out of it because
0: I feel like I should be doing it. Whereas if I'm on a climb that I feel is above my ability, the pressure comes off me because I'm like, well, I'm not going to site it. Mm. So I'm going to have fun on it. I'm going to work the moves. I'm going to practice little bits and then I'll do it. And I'm far more happy with that. But getting on the warm-up, I'm terrible
1: at. That's interesting.
0: It's weird, isn't it? I've never really thought about that before, but it's, that's what I do. I get freaked out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, that's interesting. I think I was going to say, um, there's, there's quite often a lot of comments. So basically, I think it's are quite interesting case in that um, you often, I would say, downplay your climbing. Mm. Uh, and I can see why, because you're British, you're modest you're <laughs> <laughs> really well no but like I think it's very British like sensibility to kind of like be like kind of downplay like your climbing so well, quite often you'll be like I'm a rubbish climber I'm an average climber and there'll be, there'll be comments in the YouTube going Matt stop calling yourself a rubbish climber I'm a rubbish climber yeah. I can't climb as hard as you Um so that definitely that kind of triggers uh some people but I can I can see why you do it because it's like it, I think it, it's kind of entwined with what we're talking about in that like Climbing is ultimately a frustrating sport where it's full of m- probably more failures than successes, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, a it's kind of self-preservation I'd say on on yeah. your part in, yeah. to a certain level, but also it's because maybe you've just you've just had a session where you basically fell off for six a plus, you feel like you, you feel like you don't feel very good about yourself.
0: You do that, but I've seen that with the pros as well. Yeah, because like not every pro is crushing sort of like. Eight B's. Some of them obviously are, and when they're in the competition form, they're really on it. But I've seen pros fall off six c boulder problems, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you know, struggle around on seven A sport routes. It happens. It yeah. does happen, even to them. Yeah. Or I tell you what, I, I've noticed is people working hard, because you know when a climber just cruises it, and you know when a climber is like
1: trying, yeah. <laughs> trying pretty hard. Pros do that. Yeah. I like. I often quite like. Uh, where were we at the other day? We were at the Arco's climbing gym, and we saw them war- warming up. So yeah. saw Yerne and they were just on like some kind of slabby type stuff mm-hmm. and like r- like really struggling yeah. to cover them. I think partly because it was like well, they, they were warming up, they weren't really giving their full kind of go. But they, it was just quite nice to see them like, I, you, you expect them just to cruise everything. Yeah. And they don't always no, cruise it. everything.
0: I mean, at Arcos, the top echelon of bouldering goes reds, blacks, purples. They were struggling on some reds. Yeah. You know, it, it's and it, yes, it was a warm red, but you're right. It was kind of like and we said it. We were like, "Oh, it's quite nice to see people yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah, know, having exactly. to work a bit." I mean, they then turn around and probably crushed, you know, <laughs> AB boulders yeah. in the competition. But it happens to the pros too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um psychological things is interesting and uh, ha- Hazel Finley is someone who has started doing mental coaching. Yeah. And I do think I think I would benefit from it. I think you would be, I think every everyone would benefit from that. And I think it's something that people don't think about enough. Because there's this perception that you're a rough, tough climber. You, you don't scare about danger and things don't affect you. It's all physicality. I think that's bollocks. I think, like, I think it's all mental. I think it's more mental than anything else.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm just trying to think of, um, like, when I've kind of been shut down. Uh, well, the other day in Greece, that yeah, climb. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I was like... I, when I saw the guy do the beta, do do what it was, I was like, Shh, I could have done that, and I just totally thought around it. A part of that is like root reading mm-hmm. and like being able to kind of know where your body goes and stuff like that. And there's something that I need to work on a lot. But to to a certain aspect as well, it's like it's climbing above the bolt and it's basically kind of making a committing move above the bolt is. Pretty scary. And doing it with like two meters of the ground as well. <laughs> I'd rather have it like, uh, like 10, 50 meters up in a way. Yeah. Because then you know you're going to fall and not going to like hit the bum of the ground kind of thing. Yeah, Even yeah. Worse. Well, the
0: first three bolts are dangerous. Like, I know, I know, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I, I think that, that that kind of um, being shut down on a route really is that, I, for me, that was a lot to do with like that fear factor. Yeah. Definitely. I'm going
0: to do an impression of uh, me and many other climbers, which is this sound. You ready for this? Yeah, take that. Now, that's the sound of someone pretending like there's something a little bit wrong with the rock. Or like they've misread a move. You know, when you like go up and you're like, uh, yeah, t- take there, take there. <laughs> what that means is like, I'm getting pretty pumped here and I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to make this sound that makes the B-layer take me and I'm safe again, but it makes it sound like it's not really my fault. Yeah.
1: yeah. That
0: is a sound I heard it in the gym yesterday uh, when we were in uh, Warwick. Uh, I've done it so many times. But it's that thing and it's in your head because what you really should do is push through because what's gonna happen, you're gonna fall off, and you're gonna be caught by the rope, you're all good. Yeah. But it's, it's that like slight mental let off, which is like, you know ah, oh, there, there was an ant on, on the rock. Didn't, yeah. want, didn't want to crush the ant. It's,
1: this rock is really polished. Yeah, it's I need a brush, wet. give me a brush up here now. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's that, it happens a lot. And it happens all the time. People say, take, why?
1: It's very true because they get pumped. I think it's that that's it. They get pumped. They don't want to climb anymore. They get scared. Uh, yeah, like, but I guess that feeling of when you do eventually push through it, ah, oh, it's amazing. It's the best feeling ever. Yeah. But it is like it's because a you've kind of done you've done all that stuff that we've like took you've like come overcome your fears, mm-hmm. you've pushed through, you've like physically. I like, quite often like when you're at that point you're like you just got to go through it with your whole body mm-hmm. and you and then you do it because I think a lot of the time when you do that you're like how am I going to get through to the next bit but then quite often you get through to the next bit and uh you're 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 through that move and then you can maybe take a rest or whatever kind of thing uh I remember Tom telling me like if if there's difficult bits don't like you don't have to like you don't have to be there too long you have to get off it as quickly as possible yeah um and that's that was really good advice in terms of like if there's a difficult bit of climbing, just get through it. Just get to the next hold. No, but it doesn't matter how you do it. Just get through to the next hold. Doesn't matter if it doesn't look pretty. Just get to the next hold. Uh, and, but then, definitely for me, when I, if I get to a difficult point, I'm like, I'm not thinking about the next point. I'm just thinking about how the hell am I going to get through this? Yeah. What like what if I fall? What if I like I'm I've, I'm putting myself in a dynamic move in a dynamic position? How am I going to get out of this kind of thing? Except I have a bit of a reoccurring. Uh, not a
0: dream, a daydream about climbing, which is I get through the difficult bit, I get to the good hold and I'm so pumped I can't clip or place gear. And then you've got that situation where you're going to have to take that fall because you have no other option. Yeah. That is, that plays in my mind because yeah, I can get through a crux, I can probably power myself out and I get to a fairly good hold, then what? Yeah. And that does, that is in my head sometimes with, yeah. with, with harder sport routes or harder trad routes is that moment where you know you can't go up and you can't go down and you've got to let go. I find that scary. That,
1: that, the idea of not being able to clip is, uh, is terrifying. Yeah,
0: but, but no one talks about this stuff. Like, Why does no one talk about it? I know, okay, there's people listening to this podcast who have no fear of falling. Okay, yeah. I get it, people. Congratulations. You're very brave. I know there's no consequence with sport climbing. If you fall off, unless you're very unlucky or you're in the wrong position or it's badly bolted, you know, the other reasons, you're going to be okay. Yeah. I know this, yeah. but it still freaks me
1: out. Do you think that you should start wearing a helmet when you sport climb? No. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Because. This is another conversation. But this why is another not? conversation. Um, you can have this conversation
0: now. Uh, yeah, I get a lot of stick on climbing daily sometimes for not wearing a helmet. Um, you, don't, you do sometimes wear a helmet. Okay, really? num- number one, I think it's a personal choice. Like, mm. if I don't wear a helmet and I bang my head and hurt myself, oh God, I don't know if I want to get into this i am going to get slated. I, okay, I feel that's personal choice. I don't think there's a rule you should mm-hmm. do it. I know it's sensible, right? I mm-hmm. get it, I get it. And I would always wear a helmet mountaineering or trad climbing. Apart from the occasions on climbing daily when I forget and I'm in a... Anyway. But with sport climbing, I don't because um, I feel like the danger is very minimal. Even though I get scared, I know the danger is minimal. I find it restricts me. I find it annoying. I have a tiny head and it falls into my eyes. Uh... I don't feel very cool when wearing a helmet. And I think for me, so much of my brain talks me out of doing things that I want to feel good when I pull onto the rock. And wearing a helmet, I feel like a bit of a punter. That's honest. I'm being honest yeah, here. Like, no, I know that's that's, that's, that's crappy, I, but I want to feel good.
1: I don't wear I don't wear a helmet when I'm sport climbing. Um I I think there's like a, a certain aspect of it which is just about being, as you say, just really comfortable. As comfortable as you possibly can be, because you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it'd be interesting to know like what uh, if you maybe you should do that as a show one time like just do, do do a climb twice once with a helmet once with a helmet just see how you you climb it differently it might make you feel better this is the thing is like would it make you feel better about like go climbing above the boat or yeah. I've never really tried like climbing at my limit on sport climbing with a helmet mm. I feel like I, in my head I think it would get in the way But it would be quite interesting to know, like, what it would do to your head. If it would do anything. Yeah. And then we could put, like, a hockey goalie uh, (laughs) suit on. Magnus star collab.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, But we've got to remember, I mean, accidents do happen. Because Mina, Leslie Wojastic, banged her head on a sport route. Yeah. uh, Really badly. Well, yeah, but don't think that had anything to do with the helmet. But she did
1: twat her head the time before on the same route. No, but I think it's just the fact that she hurt herself. I think if we're we're just talking strictly mental... Okay, I see, yeah. Like... Injury wise Yeah, yeah. I think you, you can get injured Sport climbing Absolutely you can yeah. Yeah.
0: And people do Regularly Yeah I just um, want to have A
1: good belayer Yeah Where do I get one of them <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I've been
0: belaying recently no, you've been, You're very good You're very good But it, that I, yeah It's an interesting quote Perhaps it's something To go into more But you know what I know Okay one last helmet thing Why don't people give Skateboarders crap For not wearing helmets
1: don't know I guess they wear them In competitions and stuff Not always no they definitely No no positions. no not, not all of them Not all of
0: them Especially okay So X Games for example The video segments Don't need to wear helmets For sure Okay um, There are There well, are like the half pipe, they, they, they do I think Because I think But for the street sessions They don't They don't have to no. the street no. sessions. Anyway Whatever uh, It's maybe another show <laughs> Um but okay look we're being very down on climbing here but as you mentioned earlier that moment where you complete where you red point your project Mm. where you clip the chains Mm. is so amazing it blows everything else out of the water nothing else really matters anymore and perhaps that's why we we do it why we push
1: through those bad times yeah of course definitely and like i think there's something uh you, you probably know this better than me but there's something amazing about like getting getting stronger and like doing that training and putting in the work and suddenly feeling yourself like comfortable on roots so that maybe you wouldn't normally yeah. but this is why it's so frustrating again this is why it's so frustrating is like you get to a point where you feel like really comfortable in the 6c or a 7a and then you basically whatever something comes up life commitments yeah. work family uh other stuff comes up and you don't climb for a couple of weeks and you go back to that thing and you're like you forget that you could probably get back to that stage quite quickly, but you've got, like, it's the most frustrating thing. Like, I climbed I climbed yesterday for the first time in about a week and a half, mm-hmm. and it felt terrible. Like, it was a high-gravity day? Yeah. It was a high-gravity day. I was, like, mucking around and like, V3s and stuff, and I was... Is it high-gravity or low-gravity? I'm thinking about this now. I don't know. You told me it was
0: high-gravity the other day. I
1: think yes, because high high-gravity high
0: gravity means there's lots of gravity. There's lots of yeah, gravity. Yeah, right, OK.
1: Anyway, yeah, and, like, so, like, we were climbing in... Uh, Kendall, had, like I was kind of like climbing quite harder than I'd, I'd normally climb in, in indoor, feeling really good. And then that was the last time I climbed. That was about a week and a half ago. Climbed yesterday in in where were we? Uh, Warwick. Warwick University. And I couldn't climb for two
0: I think this comes into this physical side, which is the other side of this. I suck at climbing. This is more podcast. kind of bouldering, I'd
1: say. Yeah, but it
0: does do that again more than any other sport. You go away for two two weeks, a week and a half. You come back and you are significantly weaker. Yeah regardless of how strong you are, obviously there's levels, if you can boulder 8C, you come back a week and a half later, you'll probably be able to boulder 8A. Yeah. There's that,
1: there's that criteria, but you do very quickly suck at climbing. Can I talk about something else, which uh, kind of affects me, I don't know if it affects you as much, Mm. is climbing in front of people. Oh, okay, that's a good one. So this is like, for me, this is something I really struggle with. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's got better the more I've done it. Do you like it or do you not like it? I don't like it. Why? I just feel like I it depends on like the mood that I'm in, but quite often uh I feel like now that I am maybe more on Epic TV, people kinda of maybe expect a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Um Now uh, after a while I've realised that A, that doesn't matter and B that we don't. And after doing that series <laughs> now because I get to realize I'm not very good. Which is actually really nice. It kinda of is it's lifted a bit of a weight off my shoulders. Um but yeah, definitely I I think that a, a a few people kind of struggle with this as well. It's like climbing in front of people, mm-hmm. like going to a gym. And I mean, I'd be guilty of doing this myself. You watch people climb, and you're like, you you're judge like, them a you, bit, you, then. Yeah, you judge yeah. them. Like you, you put them in a a, a club, like a thing in a box kind of thing, mm-hmm. and that's not a nice feeling to kind of have. Um, because at the end of the day, climbing should be about going uh, somewhere and like focusing in on something and kind of trying to forget about all other stresses in life. Uh, to a certain to a certain aspect um, and especially at the climbing gym and, and I think definitely for me that's something I kind of struggled with to, to begin with and to a certain extent if depending on the mood I, I struggle with now um, I don't know if that you struggle with it as much I have the opposite
0: I, I love people watching <laughs> <laughs> and I, pre- I perform an awful lot better when I have people watching yeah. mainly with bouldering but I love that group absolutely when everyone's kind of there. they're, they're semi-supporting you but for me it's the competition kick and I know this makes me probably not very good because I know climbing should be about self and it doesn't matter. But I find climbing quite competitive sometimes, especially in a bouldering situation. I want to do well. And therefore, when people are there watching you, I get that adrenaline kick that makes me try harder. Yeah. Whereas if I'm by myself, and I've done this a few times, bouldering mat, camera, wh- whatever it is, you're just by yourself. I can't be asked. I'll, I'll try semi hard I'll fall off I, I'll go on my phone I won't have that motivation to keep trying so for me when there's people watching yeah I feel better it, it goes the other way when it's when I'm doing a climbing daily thing with a pro mm. because I know they're so much better and when you ask a pro for advice it, it's a bit like someone who's climbing 5a asking me for advice on how to climb 5a I'm just kind of like I don't know don't just let go it. just climb it you know head. it's like and pros do that kind of thing t- to us to, to normal people because they're just like well just climbing yeah like, it's not hard like, yeah, 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 yeah. so i find that quite intimidating
1: yeah but yeah people are like i think i think um I, I think what i'm talking about more is like yeah you go climb with the people that you know mm. i think that's good obviously because that's like your crew and that's you know they know how what your standard is they don't know they're not going to judge you kind of thing mm-hmm. but like when it's like in a gym where you don't know people and like obviously the social aspect of climbing is is great and you get to know people but it's you're very social, so you like, you very easily will kind of go into that. Whereas me, I don't necessarily feel as kind of comfortable in the kind of so, that kind of social kind of situation. But self-deprecation is the key for me. What you were saying earlier about me saying, I'm crap at climbing.
0: If I, can, if I can go into a scenario and be like, oh, I'm a bit rubbish and then do better than I tell people, that to me is better than going in being a bit, I'm good and then failing on something. So like, especially with, because within the climbing world, sometimes we're recognised, so, but I always kind of play it down a bit when I'm climbing with other people for that reason I'd much prefer someone to go like oh he's pretty good actually
1: but but, but, but do people kind of say to you, uh, are, you any, are you any good uh, yeah happens quite a lot and, what, and you just say oh, I'm alright yeah or like "Oh, not at the moment
0: or like I've am you know, been travelling a lot or training hard or like or people are like how hard do you climb or do you climb Um, But I think some of it's because occasionally when we do shows, I sort of have to pretend a little bit. I don't know what I'm talking about. So so let's say we're doing a tip show and I'm the one people are bouncing stuff off telling the tips. I can't be like, yeah, no, I know that. It would be a crap show. You have to kind of be like, oh, okay. And there are always things you learn, always things you you, um, get better at. But yeah, I think people sometimes think I'm a bit of a noob because yeah I pretend like I don't know stuff sometimes yeah I don't think I'm lying but it just makes a better show if you were just like I oh, no, I could do that walked
1: off true <laughs> no, it, is, like, it, Come is, back. it is a nice feeling to be able to surprise people yeah I think. that's is. like that's definitely um something that if you have that in your armory yeah to be able to surprise somebody and, and they would be like oh right okay nice one nice one
0: so my psychological thing is falling off mm-hmm. one of yours is people how
1: would you solve that do you think um, I think I've definitely got better into for, for the people for people I I've definitely got better the more you climb. Uh, because you a you f- feel more comfortable climbing. Uh, and you kind of start to care less of what people think. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's just like it, I, and this is more maybe for for beginners kind of coming into it is that um it will feel a bit weird kind of like initially but then the more you do it the more you like meet people that you know like and you'll see people that you know and you'll get you get to understand the people that you like go climbing with you have a little crew strength and numbers and all that um and then you realize it doesn't really matter it's about what your how much you enjoy the climbing yeah don't you climb to what you want to do you climb to the standard you know you push it where you, you know you want to push it and there therefore you have a more enjoyable climbing session so definitely with, I think, with me and you climbing, the more we've kind of climbed together, we know where our kind of standards are. They don't necessarily overlap so much mm-hmm. because you're kind of climbing at a higher level I than did, me. But I do it more than you as well. No, no, oh, but, but I uh... mean, like, but we, it doesn't mean that we still can't have like, a climb set yeah, together yeah, because, yeah. like, there's V3s by V7, whatever, V4s, you know what I mean? So we mm-hmm. can kind of climb together and you can kind of give help me out with a, a bit beta. I can kind of, like, really... St- like spot you really really well, very mm-hmm. just you spot up. Did really good, really almost good. creepily so. Yeah. Did, yeah, yeah. You're doing a hand movement
0: right now. That's <laughs> freaking me out. um I wanted to talk about the, the amount of dedication climbing takes because again, it's one of those sports that if you don't do it a lot and you don't really practice it, like so many people are like. When I used to live in London, it was like, ah, oh, I just I'm not very good at climbing. You'd be like, well, how many times do you climb? And they're like, well, maybe once a week. Mm. You don't get any good at that. You really don't. You maybe maintain a level, but you don't get better. I reckon you've got to climb three, four times a week at least yeah. to see progress. Yeah. And that's difficult because it's a sport that takes a lot from you. Sure, it gives a lot back. And we talked about the, the pleasure and you know, the, the feeling of success. But it takes a lot of your life because you have to dedicate hours and hours and hours to it. It sucks you in. It takes everything. And often, it spits you out with no thank yous. You know, mm-hmm. you put in all that time and you still can't do your project. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a battle, and it's, we wanted to talk about this today because it's something, as we said, people don't talk about that much, is that you know, that, that issue with, um, with struggling through with that time barrier. Because, I mean, okay, you're, you're, a, you're a father of three, mm-hmm. you've got a full-time job, mm-hmm. you, we travel an insane amount of time. It's hard yeah. to maintain that. But our issues are the same as many people. Many people are working nine to five, they've got kids. Yeah. To, to get good at climbing, that person has put in so much of their life to that sport, it's huge. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I guess I guess I think what you, you know what what do you take out of of climbing is is also very important. So obviously what you give into it, but you know that, that the kind of flip side of that, what you take out of it and what you take out of it, you like you're fit, you're healthy, mm-hmm. you're strong, uh, you have you're able to you're putting yourself out there a lot. You're trying stuff that is really difficult that mo- a lot of people won't have to deal with ever in life, like that kind of fear factor. You're you're kind of there's a lot of kind of br- uh, brain kind of training you're doing and all that kind of stuff. There's there's so much that you can take out of it. And just in the modern day as well, like as a form of fitness kind of thing, mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of ticks all the boxes.
0: I, th- I think the thing to take out of this chat is like, look, not everyone is always crushing and it's okay to feel a bit rubbish, especially, and it's okay to feel rubbish even if you're putting in the time because it's just one of those sports. And I think it's just good to try to talk about this uh, and we'd love to hear your opinion as well. You can email climb at epictv dot com uh, if you've got an idea about this, or just send us some messages on Instagram. You know how it works. But yeah, I, I think it it can be tough and it can beat people up, and it's a wonderful sport. But let's acknowledge that it's difficult.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and and let's acknowledge that um, quite quite often. Let's acknowledge quite often that you. Um a day out climbing a good day out climbing isn't necessarily going to be crushing at your absolute optimum level all the time sometimes it's nice to go out and climb 6A routes uh, with somebody that's not as good as you and just show them the ropes that I I actually often think that's that's a really nice way of climbing is like climbing with people that aren't as good as you obviously that can be frustrating at times as well but sometimes it's like it's kind of because I think that... that okay, I'm, I'm getting a bit muddled, but I think there's like a perception that sometimes climbing is quite a selfish sport. Uh-huh. And it's quite often talked about as like being this quite selfish sport. And I do it a bit when I kind of take people up who haven't really climbed that much and we just go and climb some like five grades and, and maybe, yeah, five grades pretty much. And we're just kind of climbing and we're just like, I'm showing them how to lead. That's a very nice kind of feeling to be able to do that, share, share the sport with like other people. I... Generally, think that is is, is a nice is as nicer way to spend the day is like pushing your absolute limit, at mm-hmm. your absolute kind of like your 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 end level kind of goal type thing. Um, I for me, I think that's a really nice. It's like a it's maybe something to try because it's like it, it's a it's a kind of a reverse of everything that you're that you think that you should to be fo- you need to be focused on the whole time, mm-hmm. and it maybe some sometimes gives you a break from that kind of like intensity that you think that you should be approaching climbing with because at the end of the day climbing something that kind of should be shared and should be enjoyed and sometimes it is just like doing like a a a multi-pitch kind of easy route kind of thing because those days are sometimes as enjoyable as like that sense of adventure and, and which I often think gets lost with all the training and the projects and the targets and the goals and all that sometimes it's nice just to go out and have a little adventure i absolutely agree with you why don't we uh, why don't we finish this podcast with a list
0: of excuses that you have used or climbers have used uh, so i'm going to start with uh it's a bit damp high gravity
1: nice very nice uh that rock is suspect uh I, yeah the it's, oh, so many climbers have come to me it's so polished <laughs> Did uh, you short-rope me a bit? I'm just just a bit bit tuggy. Yeah, give me yeah, a bit more slack here, please. Um, yeah, I, yeah, take that, take that. New shoes, they're, they're, they're too stiff compared to my softer model. I can't feel the rock. Is yeah. a bird crapped in this hold, hold? What is this? Take
0: that. I, I think a hold must have fallen off. This section must have changed somehow. It's now impossible. <laughs> uh,
1: what, else? what else? It's
0: greasy. It's greasy. Really greasy today. Greasy conditions.
1: Adamant has been climbing this. This is uh, this is way too greasy for me right now.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, do leave your uh, your your comments. Okay. Your Hi, can you leave
1: it? Can people leave excuses on a podcast? Can you put comments? Uh, no, I don't know. No. I, don't, I still don't really know how it works. We're really you're, new. You're to kind of managing this. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't really know either. Um, but please email us. Please drop us uh, Instagram messages about the podcast and tell people if someone hasn't listened to us rambling on. You somebody,
1: somebody told Cox The other day on her comment. She was like, "What podcast listened to?" Do you think she listened to it? I don't know. Maybe. Well, we'll have to. We, we saw her yesterday. Should've we should've asked. Asked. Damn, we didn't. We could have
0: given her the podcast in the gift wrap box.
1: We were at, we were at the Warwick training centre yesterday, and Will Bosey. yeah, uh, youngest. Climb. man to climb 9a in england yeah uh shauna coxie mm-hmm. two-time world champion yeah uh leah crane yes was there
0: tom Greenell, excellent coach tom greenle
1: yeah uh so i'd say uh, i gave everybody else a little caveat leah crane three times uk you, champion just use the word caveat yeah nice yep.
0: uh and in front of them i fell off a v3
1: <laughs> I think I must have put up for V1 it?
0: it's a setting that's another easy. yeah setting setting So it's uh, just tall tall person <laughs> yeah, setting tall person setting <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the podcast we're going to go down and do some filming uh, appreciate you appreciate you listening have a wonderful day we appreciate you we appreciate you